0: Ladies
1: and gentlemen, you both listen to a podcast. all right? <laughs> 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 we ready to go? ready to go. we are ready to go we are ready to go is are to to
0: I'm stuck in my box again. My name is Joel. The virtual space, Jesse, literally had to dust off for all of this. Like, yeah. even that's virtual. It
1: just feels weird. It just, yeah, we couldn't find a time. So, here. but we're still here recording on Zoom. We will still have an episode on Wednesday. Um, It might, the audio, we don't have the soundboard today. Rest in peace. For, 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 you could for, say it got for a for virus,
0: but it didn't actually. It just was too intimidated by the virtual space. So, it was it, too intimidated. Could, couldn't keep up.
1: The physical media was too intimidated the virtual side of it you know so yeah yeah overwhelming. We, we pay respect to the soundboard and and it's during its week off we we honor it you know
0: yes we do that we do jesse what are we gonna attempt to do for everybody today with our limited well, recording
1: <laughs> today is an absolutely ginormous episode joel it is the top 10 movies or films sorry Mark of 2023
0: a big one this is like our now, how is this going to release? We've already done our worst. So, this is just yeah. the next one. This, this is the second of our trilogy. I like the to next call episode, it. as Dr. Dream would say. Next episode. Yes. And this is one of our big ones of the year. And people love to listen to this one. So, you know, hopefully we can get higher than last year's numbers. And I don't know, share it with know, a friend.
1: We did, we did all right last year. I don't know. <laughs> we did all right. Let's
0: see how many people have stuck we'll with stay. us over we'll our countless breaks.
1: Yeah um just before we start thank you to all of those who have voted on our bromax awards i believe you still have till friday no we said the 25th
0: so oh, one day so 11 59 p.m yeah so thursday, like thursday night PM.
1: friday morning yeah um you still have till then maybe we can extend it we'll see how many people have done it a few of you have though Fair few. yes appreciating company. everyone you know how many we have joel off the top of your head last
0: time i checked two days ago we had 32 responses so i'm happy with that and i want to thank the people who were very honest like friends and family members they said look joel i don't really know much of these films i said that's okay just vote for what you like because jesse and i can sit here talking about you know what we think's the best film of the year and we can argue and disagree about this and that and whatever but we'd love to hear what you guys think because you guys uh, the more accessible audience in the sense of Jesse and I spend way too much time watching movies, whereas you guys kind of see movies when you can and the movies yes. that get you in are the
1: ones that are convincing. I'm so making, we want to hear from you guys. I'm making a impact, Joel. I watched, I watched 189 2023 releases. I'm going to watch zero 2024 releases. I'm just going to watch old films and TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I've watch no films. Okay. No, I'm joking, but I was gonna say zero is a bit. i go, go on my, my goal is thirty. Thirty, yeah, thirty. Twenty twenty four So That's my good, goal. man, Jesse. 30. Good
0: man. Come back. Come and join <laughs> me, buddy. You, you've hit the highs. Come yeah, hundred and ninety. Now I'm going to thirty. Yeah, nice, That's nice. Good Honestly, game. movies are like you don't want to fatigue yourself, and yeah. you know, Jesse and I, as much as much as fun as we have attending premieres and what that, we'll always make sure we. are uh, – Still enjoying what we do because you that's could just right. put on a shitty movie for the sake of it. But clearly, me trying to honor Bruce Willis did not end up as a good thing when I was watching those films last yeah. week. Because they were not meant to be good. But he has,
1: did you hear? the you see any photo of him? He like can't speak at all now. He just oh, yeah. And you ro- and you roasted his films, Joel. I two know. of them.
0: I know. Okay, but you you have to separate the art and the artist. So that's what I've been trying to do.
1: <laughs> This is like the opposite effect of that today. I know. <laughs> now, talk to me, Joe. was twenty twenty three, in your opinion, a good year for movies? I think it
0: mighty well was. I think it was. Um, I I saw more in twenty twenty three. I think we're yeah. at ninety one. Yeah. Um, and twenty twenty two is so like seventy something. So we're doing well. Um, I think in terms of. So the bad films of this year were worse than 2022, but it's because yeah. I actually pushed myself to watch worse films. I see. But the higher films were excellent. Like I had a lot of higher rating kind of ones. Now I'm curious to hear what you thought, Jesse, because you had a wide gradient of films. Yeah, I schools.
1: tend to agree with you, Joel. I think the highs were higher, the lows were lower, the mids were midder. Um, yeah. Also, not yeah. spoiling anything, but you're going to love our. I'm really happy. Last year, I had I believe five, four and a half star films on my top ten. This year, I have nine. So, wow. So all the one on give my those film. scores out. Yeah, I have no no five stars this year for me. Okay. Two, two of them are very close, but didn't quite get there. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, nine four and a half stars and one four star. That is very close to a four and a half, but I'll explain why.
0: Okay. Excellent.
1: I'm looking forward to unpacking this and I'm looking forward
0: to tackling this one virtually. Out of all of them to do virtually, I feel like this is still going to be the most fun. Because Yeah. Yeah.
1: We can, have, we can have a good time. <laughs>
0: all right. So do you want to kick it off Jesse or shall I? You you, you kick it uh, off.
1: Yeah. All right. I'll go first. All right. My number 10 is my, now, uh, when we did the real talk, no, not what am I saying? The Bromax awards nominations. <laughs> <laughs> It's another podcast, my bad. Quick plug? (laughs) Uh, They'd need to plug me. Uh, Joel hasn't seen any foreign language films this year, so I thought, you know, I've got to to step up. Yes. It's actually a downgrade. I'm just, like, putting this on. Like, this was, I had this at a four and a half, and I dropped it down. Okay. I'm going to talk about, the director's name is Takashi Yamazaki, and I'm talking about Godzilla minus one. That is my number (laughs) ten. wanted to watch this one Jeff yeah. tell me all about it as, as you may have heard on if you listen to our worst 10 top 21 joel and i are not godzilla fans don't rate them godzilla. the new one's coming out this year i, I somehow i'm excited but i don't <laughs> yeah look i've seen godzilla king and the monsters and godzilla vs kong are both awful um my expectations but i heard some good things so my expectations are a little high um for a budget of $15 million, this film looks absolutely astounding. The, the Godzilla is the best it's ever looked. It gets bigger as the film goes on. And but what's better than the Godzilla? Godzilla is just the B aspect. The actual human story in this is amazing. It's about this kamikaze pilot who lands on this beach, right? And the reason he landed on this beach because he was supposed to like kill himself, as a kamikaze pilot does, but he didn't. He backed out of it. And then, the he's, pilot, he's the he space, and then Godzilla gets there. And uh, I'll just to say the first little bit, he has an opportunity to shoot Godzilla, and he does it, and he's, people suffer at the consequence of his actions, and so his grief is getting unbearable, like, the fact that he, he didn't, like, just, like, kill himself or anything, like, the amount of survivors killed he must be feeling is ridiculous. And then he meets other characters, faces Godzilla... Again, but Godzilla is a metaphor for this man's grief. It it is growing and growing, and it becomes more looming and looming. Now the ending, I liked half of it. The last two minutes are absolutely awful. They literally drop this down half a star. But visuals are amazing. It's very well acted, as far as I can tell. Direction is great. There are so many fist pumping moments. Like yes, like you really want these characters to win. Care so much about them, which is something I've never seen before in one of these you know monster movies so yeah no i was gonna
0: ask you is uh are there any somewhat podcasters or aspires? no there are
1: no conspiracy <laughs> podcasters in this film therefore it is good <laughs> so yeah godzilla vs kong is definitely earns its way into my top 10 of 2023 my number 10
0: very nice, Jesse. I'm still upset. I, I actually didn't get if to it. If we watch can rip,
1: this. man, you the, would love it. It was so good. Yeah.
0: The day I remember the day you watched this, you came to visit me at work to do a refund. Yeah. <laughs> and then You were like, I'm going to watch it now. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: So good. Loved <laughs> it. Very nice, Jesse. Yeah. All right.
0: Well, my number 10, we, I know you're going to think it's a bit too high and, you know, but mm-hmm. it's where it is. And I really appreciated it. We got invited to the premiere for it. Talking about Mission Impossible. Uh, yeah. dash dead reckoning part no, one no. mission
1: mission colon, impossible dash dead reckoning part one
0: but technically um, they dropped the part one so now it's down to just yeah dead.
1: okay um look no it's it's a very it's a great film but um it's probably it's one of my higher three and a half stars so it's not an honorable mention okay i don't okay. think it's as good as the three that have come before it but i think no, it's better cool. than the first three and it's because if it's compared to any action film like anything it's better than anything lee Neeson has probably ever done oh yeah because this this that calibre of the rest of the franchise is so high, my expectations are also so high, and I was let down because Fallout is probably the best action film we've ever seen. Agreed. And it wasn't anywhere near as good. But... Each four, five, six was building momentum like yeah. a snowball, And then this one kinda of crumpled a little they bit. They get better but... and better and better until now. Yes. Yeah. In
0: saying that, though, it was still a hell of an entertaining time. Oh, yeah. Two hours forty-four, I believe it was. Two yeah. hours forty-three. Two hours forty-four. Once again, directed by Chris McQuarrie, starring Tom McHugh. Cruise. You, you, oh yeah, McHugh. Oh, McHugh. What a legend. Your friends um, call him McHugh, You know. Yeah, we can call him that now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where's Where's mates? Where's boys?
0: Uh, also starring Ving Rams, Simon Pegg, Rebecca Ferguson, Vanessa Kirby, Issa uh, Morales, and Hayley Atwell. Now, I'm going to do a compliment sandwich quickly. I thought the action was delivered great. We, there's not a lot of different things that happen. It's like one action scene to another to another, so it keeps you interested. That's great. I thought, I kind of like Tom Cruise more in this one, maybe because he was at the premiere. I kind of felt yeah, like, yeah. okay. But he was kind of like less of a just DH in this one. I don't know. I just was really vibing with him. Um, yeah. negative things. Eh, that's why I can't give it high. There are some things in there. And yeah. I'll keep it to non-spoilers. There's but... a moment
1: with it. We you, hopefully, if you've seen it, you've listened to our review. There is a path they take with a certain character that we both love. Mm. That is so bad. Like I was shaking my head. like seriously, that's yep. that's what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but to round out the compliment sandwich, I think that the, uh, the score and the atmosphere and the cinematic experience was, was great. You're just watching it and it's like wow, yep. you know, 100%. can't wait. And 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 I I forgot to shout out as well. Um, Pom Clementif is that how you say her last name? Yep, it? yep. She was great. Her arc, I liked the way that that unfolded. Yeah, I think that, I the character one.
1: was a bit random for the first half of the film and then yes
0: yes but i so, think this one's an entertaining time and if you love action definitely go check it out
1: yeah yeah def- it's it's a good it's good fun it's good fun There's some great the last i think the last train scene is the highlight of the film for me i know mm-hmm. everyone talks talks about the car scene i was like yeah it's very good but
0: it was a bit similar to fallout though that yeah, i,
1: I see bit- i did not see anything in this film that was like top three things in fallout that's all i'll say no, especially.
0: I'm just going to quickly talk about the motorbike stunt that they flaunted and every trailer. Yeah, trail that, was,
1: that wasn't as cool as the halo jump. No, it wasn't as cool as Henry Cavill reloading his arms. So no, no,
0: yeah. and I I fully admire that Tom Cruise did that himself, and that and that's great, you know. But I am excited to see what they do with eight. They're actually taking another year to to work on, it and it's coming out. I think that's a five. good idea. That's a I good think idea. that's a good idea too. And the way that the this one ends, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Cruise is working on his breathing skills again because it looks like yeah, we're going underwater i have so. heard
1: i think the studio a bit because tom cruise like made them spend another like 50 million on this film or something and then it, it didn't flop but it didn't do well no especially so compared to Barbenheimer. we are gonna have to like consider a few things yeah don't they shouldn't have done it the week before barbie not behind that was dumb <laughs> it was dumb <laughs> And Tom Cruise is literally at the cinema watching Bubba and like, hey, guys, go watch these other films.
0: <laughs> and then he goes, oh, I can't believe that happened. It's like, oh, Mate. I heard
1: about it. I was like, bro, you literally helped this. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think. Not uh, saying Tom Cruise is any more money, but just like he's wasting other people's money. So. <laughs> yes. No, I get that. I get that. And especially with the
0: new deal he's made with Warner Brothers and all that sort of stuff, I think that 8 is a perfect chance to just wrap up the franchise, I think. Yeah. Big call, but I think that that's just something. I agree for- with you, Matt. Yeah. So my number Fair. 10 is Mission, colon, Impossible, dash, Dead Reckoning.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. My number nine is a film I mentioned on our underrated of the year list we did on our first episode back. It is John Carney's Flora and Son, Out of Ireland.
0: And you've talked about this. Yes, yes I remember that. Yes. Eve
1: Houston, Aaron Killen, Jack Rayner, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It is about Flora. She's a young mother with her son, Max, who she had when she was like 15 or something and they're just working their relationship through music uh they're yelling at each other it's not going well she needs to chill out she takes virtual guitar lessons from jeff who's played by Jessica gordon levitt and they, their connection grows it's just like a dramedy it's funny because they're in ireland and so swearing is funny yeah um jack rayner plays her divorced husband and it was very refreshing to see divorced parents that are actually friends that was nice to see.
0: Yes, because usually
1: yeah. they it's either like they're yeah. they're like not that. together but they're like still burning, or they're just absolutely ripping
0: each yeah. other's off. The
1: kid who plays Max, aren't Killing, is fantastic. Um, very feel good. There's some ups and downs. There's a great scene where they're on. A, she's on a Zoom call with JGL, and then he to do a song because it's like the song's in it. He comes out of the screen and it's like they're singing together. It's just it made me feel great. And... Sorry, I was just
0: trying to <laughs> replicate to Jesse. I, how didn't, that
1: I didn't like that, Joe. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse. Yeah. Um, the endings very feel good. Two of the songs have been nominated at, on the Oscar shortlist. So hopefully Ooh. it doesn't go, they don't just give more to Barbie. Yeah. These songs are better.
0: Give one to Barbie and one to this film. And that's how you play fair people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else was I going to say? And then, so after I watched this, right, I was inspired to watch another film from John Carney, which is called Sing Street, which is about these boys who school. We form a band to impress a girl. It's in my top 10 films of all time. Sing strip.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a bold
1: call, so Jesse. I'm going to. There's, there's two more films with John Carney got to watch, but he is, if they're both great, top 10 directors. He has to be. Ooh. Flora and Son was one of the biggest surprises this year. It's on Apple TV. It's 90 minutes. If you just want to feel good, go watch it. Like, you won't, li- you won't, no one will not like it. Like, oh, you might, you might like it fine, Jesse. but no one will hate it. Like,
0: wow. It's just okay. a good time.
1: Yeah, I love that. Fun. Short
0: and sweet. That's what I said. I absolutely
1: it? loved it. Beautiful movie.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Now, my number nine is a film that you're going to get. Oh, here we go again. But I did have its predecessor on my best of 2022 list. Uh, the sequel, which is Scream 6, is <laughs> oh, now on my best of 2022. Oh, Stop putting
1: these films on your I okay. love Scream, Jesse. This one was good. I liked it's this one. Fantastic. What did you give it? Like a, like a 70 yes because you gave five cream
0: very low very low yes
1: because it sucked <laughs> this is a good film however the plot is still like a bit bullshit and characters stay alive when they should not um so it's it's nowhere near a perfect horror film there are better horror films this year there are, I, I say better there's probably like two better ones because i don't okay. like horror films but okay yeah it's a good film i had fun it is nowhere near, near my list <laughs> that's why i'm here uh, i'm not offended like i was last time
0: okay good we can only go up from here however i will just start off by saying please do not make scream seven Directors left no no but they need to stop it directors left melissa ferrera ferrera yeah she's gone jenna's out um we don't even know if neve's coming well
1: jenna left because marissa ferrera was fired because she supported palestine which they're for I don't want to support this film by watching it. Mm, oh,
0: it's, yeah. it's just it's a mess. It's a mess, and I think this film. Why I liked it so much is it feel like a proper celebration of the Scream franchise. Incorporates different elements in from each era, much better yeah. than Scream Five. Does so much so that I actually moved my Scream Five score down half a it star. It was like
1: the end game of Scream films. That's why y'all oh, liked it. See,
0: you cried to me, Jesse. I love saying that. It was the end game of, of Scream films.
1: I it think had... like, yeah. Sorry, you go.
0: No, I was just going to say it had it, someone from each era. So obviously you've got the core four from Scream 5. Cool four. Um, you've got Jack Champion in there, who's just in there.
1: <laughs> the Mission Impossible um, had a core four. What happened to that? Sorry, anyway.
0: Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've also got Hayden Panettiere from Scream 4. And then you've got Courtney Cox from our OG as well. So it felt like a true celebration. It felt like a mystery. It was, it was kind of counting down and had time incorporated in a very subtle way in there that I really loved. Um, shout out to our Aussie Samara Weaving as well for her yeah, small but impactful yeah. role. She was great. I and, only just uh, figured
1: out this week she's Hugo Weaving's niece. I didn't know. <laughs>
0: no, I think everyone finds out through a, a Google search when you look up Samara Weaving or Hugo. We Weber. saw
1: her right at Babylon. Yes, she was there. She was yeah. We should have. Yeah. We should have made more of a friend hey, of the podcast. Samara Weaving.
0: Let's let's get her on. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I loved how this film particularly was looking at Easter eggs and collectible items which is you know looking at my comic con kind of collectible yeah. items just over there in my room um is something i very much related to and watching this i think i watched it twice or three times now Yeah, so much fun and i was I was on the edge of my seat the whole time what were you going to say before jesse sorry um, i want to I say well. i think
1: we've had some of the best action we've seen in the scream franchise yes particularly there's a scene of i think it's the killer versus courtney cox and courtney cox's face Two separate you gotta kill her point. off, man. I'm sorry. Uh, she was good in friends, she was good in the first few screams. I'm not loving her anymore. You're shaking <laughs> uh,
0: and her boyfriend. Yes, do you remember that? Her, her boyfriend, boyfriend is sick. It, no? Just, Yeah, he was built. Give us <laughs> yeah. a
1: spin off with him anytime. I liked, I quite liked Mason Gooding in this one. I think he really came into his own a bit he did he separated himself from his sister because in the fifth one they were
0: just like the wonder twins and it's like they're yeah there was a
1: large jack quaid shaped hole in this one though i must say oh i think he's he's
0: present in other ways to keep it non-spoiled like you feel his impact
1: i'd say this is my fourth favorite of the franchise interesting okay yep yep, yeah i think it's like okay, as much as I want to like not say, I it is better than three, but I still love three. Okay, now that's <laughs> fair. Three, is, I, I, I need think, to revisit. I that think six, four is four is so underrated. Three and four is awesome. That's a great movie. I
0: think I will need to revisit that one too because I think yeah. you're right. It's very clever with what it was doing at the time, and I can't I yeah. can't get the the last act and um, Emma Roberts out of my head as yeah. well. Like she
1: was great. Yeah. in You know, I don't hate the pick Joel, but I don't know. It, there should have been, hope, my hopefully, next year, horror My number one horror movie of the year, which I'll say in my HM, there's none on my list, okay. is much more innovative and creative and original than Stream Six. That's what I'll say.
0: Look, Jesse, <laughs> this is why we balance each other out so well. I go for all the mainstream stuff, and you get, oh, I'm too fatigued from all the mainstream Let's find something new. Yeah. Good on you, mate.
1: That's good. I respect it. All right. My number eight, also mentioned on our underrated episode, Underseen. This is probably the best soundtrack of the year because, unlike Barbie, unlike Spider Verse, or these other films, it, the soundtrack is a plot device. The soundtrack affects what happens in the film. Does
0: it? Have I seen this?
1: I think you have. Okay. It's, called, it's called They Clone Tyrone. Oh
0: yes, this is raw.
1: Directed by Joel Taylor, who has never directed a film before, he co-wrote Creed Two with Sylvester Stallone, and he also co—he also wrote Space Jam A New Legacy, so he's like yeah um starring my favorite trio of the year john boyega tayuna paris and Jamie fox as fontaine yo-yo and slick charles what about the names bro I only film that <laughs> could pull mad. that off
0: honestly
1: <laughs> here's what i wrote in my review forget oppenheimer forget barbie the best this is the best film that came out on july 21st it's incredible bang on score soundtrack lighting 90s production design pacing interesting camera work and that some of the most incredible dialogue I've ever heard it's so good Jamie Foxx has got like fee-fi-fo-fum the motherfucker I was like and, <laughs> it's freaking rocks dude um I hope Jamie Foxx gets a nomination he's not going to he should he's your, um, yeah. the only <laughs> thing I didn't love what there were like some in the second act they go on this little heist and I don't really love heist in films there but I don't know it was fine but there was like it could have been done better yeah but it's as good as it gets for a sci-fi for me. It's like get out cross with pulp fiction. Huge recommendation. Yes, the plot is not 100% perfect. It's got a few problems, but I have this is I have rarely had a better time watching a movie at home. On this,
0: Barbenheimer weekend, can I yeah, say? Yeah, I watched well, Barbie
1: Oppenheimer and then I chucked this on, Blown Away. It was it's almost like a trio. They and claim, yet, the uh, other two are getting nominated for best picture and this is getting anything and it's BS. Is this because it's Netflix and they don't want no, to? No, Netflix, because that May December is a Netflix film. Maestro is a Netflix film. I don't know. This film's Why aren't they cultured? Because it's, it's like a genre film, you know. Boo. There's a great Boo song a I'm not with called, um this one called Round and Round, which affects the plot as well. And so does one called Winner, Winner, Chicken Dinner. Yeah, oh, yeah, you should put See, that as the closing song, Jesse. Yeah. If you yeah. have, like, Please watch thing. They Claude Tyrone if you haven't already. Like, I think it'd be good if you watched it. You know, it is an excellent film. Uh, time it time. took me
0: a while to get on to it from when Jesse recommended it, but I wish
1: I'd watched it sooner because I had such yeah. a good time with it. I, love, I just my my face is just lighting up talking about it. I just loved it.
0: <laughs> as soon as you said Yo Yo and Fontaine and dropping the names of the songs, you, you, your face lit up with like. I get yeah. to talk about this again, so that was yeah, a pure man. delight to just watch as well. Basically,
1: about them going, uh, something is there's a pr- primarily African American neighborhood, and something is happening to the people in the neighborhood, and so Jamie Foxx is, I believe, is it I I don't know, is eerie threats, government. He's conspiracy. a he's a uh, pimp. Is I it think a... no, Jamie Fox is a pimp. Bayega is a dealer, and I think uh, Yo Yo is a retired hooker. Yes.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Unlikely trio coming together to for the for common goal, yeah. It's, it's so mystery good. as an so
0: so yeah. You could just slide into the Bromax DMs, say, um, they clone Tyrant, and Jesse will start a whole message thread with you. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. All my number eight is a film that I gave chat to the director for. Before I'd seen it, and then now I Jesse will never, ever let me live it down. I'm talking about Air, directed by Ben Affleck. Yeah, this is a good movie.
1: This is a good movie. It's it's grown on me since I watched I really
0: it. love it. It's I, another I, three
1: and a half. All your films so far have been three and a half for me, so I can't complain. Yeah, this is good. Yes, I'm doing well for 20 Yeah, minutes. doing well.
0: There's going to be one that you're pissed off at, but everything else <laughs> is fine. <laughs> Air is a film that I did not expect to enjoy at all. I have a brother and father who are very much involved in the sporting world. Gay them. I'm more of a. Um... <laughs> Joel's
1: like go sports team.
0: <laughs> oh, nice cheer cans. Um... <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, I don't have a connection to to Nike and basketball. Michael Jordan. Do not know much about that at all. Nor do I have really an interest in collecting high end shoes like this, except for Converse, <laughs> which is We're like third Converse. in this film. So I should probably get some better shoes. But I love my Converse. Um... <laughs>
1: Converse sponsor us. Oh
0: yeah, um, this film was first of all it was under two hours, which I was very happy with because those biopic kind of inspired ones yeah, can kind yeah. of go for a bit long. Was kind of short. The performances were all bloody fantastic.
1: I, I thought, will pick pick two standouts because there's a big cast.
0: Okay, I really liked. I want to say uh, Viola Davis as Dolores yeah. Jordan, Mike, jo- Michael Jordan's mum, and oh, you're making me pick Jesse. I want to say. No, I won't say Ben Affleck. No, no. Director.
1: Ben Affleck was great. Okay, that, Ben Affleck.
0: Okay. He made me laugh. Everything's cool out. Matt Damon's
1: very good as the lead. In fact, the fat guy. I loved Chris Mazzina just yelling on the phone. And I love Chris Tucker just like saying things.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it yeah. made
0: for a quite nice dynamic when they're all bouncing yeah. off each other because they're all distinctively different characters. And that's what yeah. I really liked. Everyone felt fleshed out. And I was like, yep, I know who that is. And sometimes with these corporate buildings you can kind of get caught up with like who's who who's yeah. this who's the COO who's the CEO yeah. you know it's like no he does this and he has ideas and he's the marketing guy and he's yeah. making it happen um and I just thought it was I, I learned a lot from it and I was like wow like you know then I had like a couple of hours where I was like maybe I want to buy an Air Jordan shoe and then my brother yeah. was like She don't need that and i was like no I don't eh? <laughs> <laughs> but I had such a great time and I like, oh, honestly Jesse Would love to see this get a nomination for at least
1: screenplay. I think, yeah, the screenplay is the the standout. I think quite screenplay. I can't remember who wrote it, but I think it was one of his first screenplays.
0: I can pull that statistic up very very, good dialogue.
1: Yeah. There's a great there's a monologue at the end that Matt Damon does that I, I started liking it and then I was like, hang on, you can only I don't think this monologue happened because you can only do this based on what you know about Michael Jordan's success. Okay. I thought they did pretty well to, I think it was a good idea not having Michael Jordan in the film. I agree. Better job to cut around him. I think cause it was a bit awkward at times. Yeah. You just got this
0: massive guy coming in, but you don't see his face. So it's kind of like, you know, yeah. you're just seeing half a shoulder and it's like, yeah. we're going to pretend he's not in the room. I, I do think that could have been, yeah. especially because Viola Davis is such a great actress and she could have been used as like the face of the Jordans. Like yeah. I could have seen a bit everyone.
1: more of Viola Davis. Um, yeah, a bit more. It's it almost. I know it's true. Sorry, it seemed a little too easy to make the shoe and do everything so quickly. I think the ending was a bit rushed. Okay. okay. But I was really liking it. it yeah,
0: yeah. And and to find the name of that writer, Alex Convery is who we're yeah, for. Shout apparently out. according to Letterboxd, he has not written anything else. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, baby, go him. I think he deserves to get some. Yeah, very good. No, great, time. great time at the cinemas. Yeah, I just, saw it. this
1: on Easter Sunday with the whole family. It's my dad's number one movie of the year. <laughs> I think it's my sister's as well.
0: <laughs> so yeah, nice. And Jesse's positive on it. So, everyone's yeah, like it. it's a feel-good film, honestly. Good movie.
1: Worth a watch. Alrighty. My number seven is a film that I saw with Joel... Uh, he did not like it as much as me and it will not be on his list, so we'll see his reaction okay. directed by Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman and starring Molly Gordon, Ben Platt, Noah Galvin, and Aor Debris. it is theater cap. is this really top 10 no, material for the yes you theater. really liked it
0: I, was it eighth was... March seventh March
1: eight seven eight. no seven <laughs> I I love this movie.
0: Try and convince me. What was I, missing? What this was is the I funniest, missing?
1: This is the funniest movie of the year. I lost, at least one laugh a minute for me. Really? For all really? I wanted the film to be another 20 minutes long. I'd no. never say that. We watched this on my my birthday. Cinema Crawl. Five movies. Five cinemas. This was the highlight for me. It was about a mockumentary. Um, the founder of a scrappy theatre camp falls into a coma. Her son, as well as the eccentric theatre staff, come together to try and revitalize the camp despite the financial weight it has on it yep. Ben Platt say about him you know Dear Evan Hansen didn't do so well he's great in this him and Molly Gordon have great chemistry his best friends Amos and Rebecca Diane when they're just just being theater people are so funny <laughs> there's a great scene with a past life ceremony where Molly Gordon looks who's he's in the bear as well she's excellent and shiver baby she looks at this kid and she's like all right this is your last life, <laughs> <laughs> And then Ada with Debris is teaching. Um, she isn't Sorry, hasn't she had a great year, first of all? She has. She yeah. has.
0: I, I was looking at on our poll because she's one of our contenders for actress or person That's of the year. I yeah. was like, oh, didn't know she was in that. Oh, didn't know she was in that. Oh, damn. Like, you know, yeah, it's very diverse a, as And well. Emmy and
1: a Golden Globe, very well deserved. She was teaching them about, all right, so what is drama? And then the but then it's like, no, like, seriously, what is it? like? <laughs> she doesn't know what she's talking about. I just love this film. I cried at the end because I cry when musical theater things happen in films. You people... cried in
0: a theater camp.
1: When people do acting, theater acting in movies, it makes me sad and happy. Okay. Happy, sad. Happy, sad. happy sad. Happy tears. And then the ending is so funny. I just love this movie so much. The ultimate feel good film of the EF Me. All the other films in this year are like, not like, a, a little bit sad.
0: Okay. So it's like a feel-good
1: kind of. So, yeah, a theatre camp is just a delight. If you have been in the theatre space, if you've ever acted in a play, even like a as – a, as a... I
0: acted in Alice in
1: Wonderland. Well, you didn't act, strongly, You know. What I'm <laughs> if you have any connection to – if you like musicals, if you like plays, you will love this.
0: What's the song, Jesse? Um, just John.
1: John still.
0: John's not. John still.
1: John, John, John still. The players called Joan still. That is brilliant. And this, this, the way they take this so seriously, like they're judging the kids against each other, like they're children.
0: Yes. Uh, it, it's, it's so funny. Oh my god. It's a very um. Oh, it's, it's a very mature, but also like accessible form of comedy. Uh, it's
1: it's quite silly, but it's quite. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if it's for you, you'll like you'll. I encourage you to still watch it because as you like as yeah. just if you've acted in that space before or you've kind of had any connection to drama. There are a lot of things in there that's like, okay. But clearly, Jersey had a better time than I did because I was falling asleep at this one. But, you there's
1: know, what? Just... I've just looked at some great quotes. i will looked at some reviews. There's a quote that says, cue cocaine, and a, ch- a child saying that. And then there's one that says, Audrey McDonald, I didn't Menzel. We are gay witches, and this is our spell.
0: Jesse, <laughs> I feel like if we give you a couple of drinks
1: and then you watch this film, you'd be like, this is movie oh. of the year. Like, it's, I'm hyped up, yeah, mate. I'm this hyped up. It was freaking great. Please watch it. Theater camp loved it.
0: <laughs> now, I quick plummet, as Jesse would say, to my 10987. All right. Leave the world behind. We finally had to talk about it. Joel. Great film.
1: This <laughs> is another sci fi. Oh, they play some airy music, and Joel's ears perk up like he's a dog with <laughs> something. It's like, oh, they did a weird camera angle for a normal thing. Joel's like, where? Where? <laughs> Uh-huh. dude this That's feels cool. so bad. like okay it starts well it's eerie and then it does the same looping house tour camera shot and this plays the same eerie music when nothing is happening this film is so funny, like there's like four or five parts it's like tension 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 sm- plot plot point part two tension 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 plot point part three it's the same f- it's like five short films in one film the oh, it's, it gets it's worse dead. and worse as the film goes on and the ending is fucking terrible.
0: What's wrong with <laughs> I'll be there for you? Oh
1: I literally me, I was with my dad and grandma and we literally just like stood up like what was that? Like what was like what was it? Like why? <laughs> anyway, tell us what the film's about. Tell us yeah. try and get some what reason as to why you liked it
0: i'll tell me my tell you my journey and my connection to it so this film is directed by sam Esmail, who has not really directed much um a couple of short films and oh that makes sense <laughs> a film called comet <laughs> this yes good. it does go for two and a half hours so that <laughs> good joke jesse <laughs> um now this film also stars a stellar cast i was like wow look at this right julia roberts maher shawali ethan
1: hawke um,
0: Kevin Bacon, which I was like, okay, that's who's, random. Isn't
1: the who's the um Marsh Ali's daughter? She's in something, right? Uh, and and the daughter, uh, her... the daughter oh, she was, was in, in Bodies,
0: Bodies, Bodies,
1: and, yeah, and Julia Roberts's daughter's in something else. Oh, right? I can't remember. Was... She's Logan a... Lucky, yeah, she's his daughter in Logan Lucky, yeah, that's right.
0: But as soon as I saw this cast, I was like, wow, blown away. Jesse's not wrong. Heard the music and like eerie shots, and I was like,
1: oh, yeah,
0: where's this going? You know, it was someone <laughs> I felt a strange connection to this film because I love films that start off so similar to the real world, right? Especially because I saw this film like coming up to Christmas when I was going on a cruise ship and then a road trip with the, the friends. Um, I was kind of like. You know, you need to get away from world sometimes. You need to switch off. I was like, I get it. Like, that's the main thing. The the couple are like, let's just switch off, Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. Let's take the kids, you know, whatever. And then it just unfolds from there. They get to their Airbnb. Some weird stuff happens in the beach. And then Mahershala Ali and his daughter show up and he's like, look, this is my house. So, like, can we crash here? Julia Roberts is like, well, why can't you crash at your house? And then I won't spoil, like, stuff yeah. that happens. Just
1: pause here for a sec. What would you do? Would you let these people into your house?
0: See, I was I was fascinated. I spent, maybe this is why I wasn't bored, because I was spending so much of the time being like, what would I do, right? Yeah. I was really trying uh, to assess these people. I was like, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? He's being very transparent. He seems good, but he's hiding something. And then it went in like, racial stereotypes. It's like, she yeah, doesn't want yeah. to
1: let him in because he's black. Yeah. Up like, until here, I was enjoying it. Because I hadn't quite figured out Mersha Ali's character. Yeah, and as soon as you figure out he's trying to help them, spoilers. <laughs> so it doesn't. It just isn't that interesting anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I think it, it comes down to what you want to get out of the film because I I find it fascinating and this is why I love Black Mirror and Twilight Zone and things that are so close to reality and yet a slight dramatisation of it, that it actually goes yeah, to the horrors was, of shallow Shangri- I knew
1: you would like it, but it's, it just gets worse. Uh, you liked it because there's physical media in it, but physical, physical media,
0: physical media, people. I thought just, the, the eeriness of the empty world and the world seemed to be closing in on them. And yet there was no one there and they felt alone. And I love that idea. And I lo- i really connected with that this, idea. This film and technology Can we trust it? And it, and it's mature enough to let you Come to a decision. You don't get an answer of who's behind it. You get suggestions, and you can kind of put it together. But it's meant to be broad enough that it's a puzzle piece that you can kind of put in any puzzle.
1: This film thinks it is way smarter than it is. The writing is not that good. It is. There's just, <laughs> just what like I said,
0: it was helped by the Obamas. Jeff. After,
1: after the second, and they did a they produced a better film called Rustin, starring Colm Domingo. Watch that. Okay. All right. But after I'm... the second time of tension happening, sorry, spoilers. This was skip ahead 30 seconds after the second time of tension happening and no one getting hurt because of it I was like okay this is just the film now
0: oh so you weren't on board with the I was was on
1: board about 40 percent and then I was like uh and then it just did you care about the characters or not really I cared about the young characters because they were young I don't know I didn't really care about Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke because they just weren't great people okay okay I I think Julia Roberts I think is really unlikable in this film
0: her character, yes. Yes, she is. And I think it's kind of doing that to put a light on different, like, people. within Not yeah. just a family dynamic, but when you have these situations, I think people responded in ways. Like, Ethan Hawke was like, yeah, like, you know. And I she's see. like, no, I'm not letting him in. Like,
1: no way. I thought, was, I thought it was just a less clever version of Us. It felt really similar to Us. I got vibes about Us. That's the
0: vibes I was looking for. Especially the
1: beach scene. Oh, like, yeah, This is really similar to Us.
0: I kind of liked what they did with the beach scene though. I I thought it was because you don't know why or what's happening, or and it's kind of like, oh, okay. And then it immerses you right in. There's a scene with Teslas that I thought was quite chilling as well. That was
1: that was all right. I like that. Yeah. But the whole thing with Kevin Bacon, I was like,
0: it could have been, I think, could have been trimmed.
1: This film is about as subtle as throwing a brick through a window. It is, it is just, oh global warming is bad racism is bad sexism is sexism guess what that's bad too you what know? about
0: cyber cyber security oh, that cyber thing? Warming,
1: that's really bad and i was like wow okay i didn't know that thing was bad so thank you for telling me film because i would have just been racist for the rest of my life but
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a hey yeah, look how I... bad julia roberts and ethan hawke can be as people don't yeah. be like them
1: I wanna say two more things. One, shout out to the cinematographer for the slow somber shot of the trash on the beach. Like I didn't know that plastic was in the ocean, so thank you for enlightening me. <laughs> Second of all, um the CG idea, so bad.
0: I think it could have been a metaphor, Jesse. Was it real?
1: Was it not? No, just that. <laughs> Don't Andy machete me. Oh, it was supposed to be like that. It was <laughs> Yeah. Damn, I thought I could use that well, excuse on you. Only watch "Leave the World Behind" if you were easily pleased and like and like a science post apocalyptic apocalyptic stuff.
0: Yes, anyone who likes my emphasis film, on the please, easily on. pleased. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Re- recommend, guys. Flew by two and a half hours. Flew by for me. I was like, wow, it's nearly finished. Yeah. I like, no, I would love to see more in this world, but it seemed like it ended. Like, you know, you could create a whole franchise out of different families in this world. Like how they're living, I would, I'd be there. I'll right. be there. So my number uh, seven. So will,
1: you, will you be there for the? You'll be there, be there
0: for the film. <laughs> okay. Um. All right.
1: My number six was a super fun premiere that we went to, and it felt cool watching this a month early, and then I kind of forgot about it, and now this is one of the most popular films on TikTok at the moment. Uh, I have watched this two and a half times. I won't go into the half. <laughs> um, John, what I'm talking about? I was there for the I'm talking time. about Emerald Fennel's sophomore film with Barry Keoghan, Jacob alordi and Jacob alordi's accent oh, is yeah. Saltburn.
0: Woo! To quote Jesse after the film ended. <laughs> is,
1: is, is, this, is this on your list, Joel? It you don't say where it
0: is, but little low for me. Little low. All right. Little low. What's yeah. starting?
1: Rosin Pike, Richardie Grant, Alison Oliver. Archie and Madouk, Mad or Quinter is my guy, and Karen Mulliken. It is about uh, Oxford University student Oliver Quick. He's a bit of an introvert, a bit shy, um, struggling to find his place. Eventually, befriends uh, Felix Catton, played by Jacob Allardy. They have a good friendship over the school year, and eventually, after learning about Oliver's tough family situation, Felix invites him to stay for the summer at his family's estate, named Saltburn, and hijinks in Shoe. This is, that's a, it's like a drama comedy, becomes a thriller at the end. I don't want to, sp- all people have seen it, which is awesome. It's number one film on Amazon Prime. No, just a quick,
0: it. quick rant, Jesse. I am yeah. pissed off at the people who are sending this, the ending scene, or they're sending this scene or this scene to people and they haven't seen the film. Just watch the film. It's
1: not even that bad. No, it's fine. There's a couple of. Um... Questionable. Yeah. Wh- non-PG moments but they're very fun and I watched an interview with Barry Keelan the last scene in the film he said this he said it's weird to see but it's not weird because everyone does it at home all the time it's probably the most relatable scene in the film mm. and I yeah, think that is the best close. scene in cinema this year that what happens at the end of up oh yeah the plot I can see on a rewatch I can see how the plot twists you could get but on the first watch I they got me hook, line, and Zika the performances are incredible if we don't care about legacy and longevity, Barry Keoghan should win Best Actor. Mm. Actually, maybe second. He might be second. I It'll see. be a close race. I, I have a feeling this again. will
0: be between him and Killian Murphy in
1: the way that The Whale and Elvis was. It'll be all right. The other other person I'll shout out later. But, yes, those two. Jacob Allardy is so hot um, oh, yeah. in the film uh, and in general. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Rosamund Pike's fun. She has some great lines of dialogue. The writing is excellent from Emerald Fennell. Cinematography is great. for just It's just a house, you know? See? Oh. This is how you shoot a house. Leave the wall behind, people. Just do it like this. Don't have to, like, whirling dervish it. All right? <laughs> just film it like this. Do a nice one shot of the house. Watch, watch
0: the video of Emerald Fennell breaking rally, it down. dead rally. <laughs> Good accent, Jesse.
1: Yeah. Oh, this film's a ton of fun. Really gets you in this like Odyssey, Barry. Key, uh, you, you see what, what happens to Barry Key in this film is insane. You're just like in shock. Like this is like the, this is the most shocking film of the year, and I just had such a good time.
0: Agreed. He's such a commanding performance when he wants to be. He's timid when he wants to be. He's so layered as a character. Bravo to everybody. Bravo! Yeah, yep. I can't wait to try and pack this a little bit more when we when we get to it on my list. All so right, so we'll we'll very the, good the, shout, the Jesse. Save your
1: thoughts for then, but I love yes. Soul Burn. Was my number three for a while, then it was my number eight. I eventually set it on six because it's oh. got it's got some problems. When the, with the plot, there's a couple things, one or two things that don't quite work for me. Okay, um, okay. I won't say what they are because they're spoilers. But um, yeah, that's alright. We can have a chat afterwards. <laughs> all right. Very nice, Jesse.
0: All right, moving on to my number 10. nine, eight. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. 8. Sorry, I got thrown out there. Throw uh, my- Counter 10. No. <laughs> I always have issues with this. Is the second half of Barbenheimer Oppenheimer? Nah. No. Nah. Have you not grown on this film, Jesse? One of
1: lose. No, look, okay. It's another three and a half, but it's a lower three and a half than the others. Like for the first two hours, I was digging it, did not like, and then like the bomb happens, you know, the test didn't like the last hour. Oh, it was dear. boring. yeah, really. You didn't
0: yeah. like how it was a bit non linear and didn't it like it back it and didn't
1: like it at all, mate. Yeah, no, oh wasn't, dear, it wasn't, wasn't
0: a fan, not not a fan. You were watching that client, yeah, Cl-
1: you know, Killy Murphy deserves best actor, Nolan deserves best director, RDJ was also very good. Um, I hated the score, <laughs> really. Yeah, Ooh, I'll I was, take Jesse. When I'll I take. was when you're covering your ears in a cinema, that's not a good sign. <laughs> So going, please,
0: please help me get through this
1: feel, experience As with every Nolan film The women are very muted Emily Blunt doesn't have much to do It's really um,
0: unfortunate, but I agree
1: Florence Pugh There are certain scenes of Florence Pugh That just don't need to be there at all Including one in a courtroom <laughs> Don't do that again <laughs> 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 Including one in a courtroom And it's just completely superfluous Um, But it's Like, I, also, I really enjoyed it It's definitely objectively... I can't fault it, really. But he plays it safe, you know. It feels like Nolan's just trying to get an Oscar. Let's make a biopic about a controversial figure and get a great performance and do everything else pretty... Like, make sure everything else finds you and everything else. He don't. It doesn't take risks like he does in Inception or Memento. No. He plays it safe. He's going to get his Oscar. He deserves one for his career. But I don't think this is the film to award it for.
0: Okay. Interesting take from Jesse. I think... This film comes down to what kind of you appeal to in a film because I think, Jesse, I wouldn't say it's your kind of film. No, it's It's, not really. It's not really. I was pretty much there for the star power from day one, so I was kind of like, wow, like, you know, I'm loving all of this, Um, which, by the way, this supporting cast and leading cast is just fantastic. Everything Jesse said stands. Robert Downey Jr., I really, he got the Golden Globe and I really, really hope he wins the Oscar as well. Um, I think Killian Murphy, I did say before, like two weeks ago, that he had the Oscar in the bag, but there's some tough stuff happening where I'm a bit mixed because Paul Giamatti won the Critics' Choice, Barry Keegan.
1: No, Barry Keegan's out. It's between those two. Really? Yeah. Not even Barry Keegan? No, he won't win. Oh. It won't be a
0: whale situation with Brendan Fraser, you think?
1: He will win. And one day and this film is too controversial so it'll be between Killian and Jimati.
0: yeah and so I, I really do hope that Killian Murphy gets it also I won't be disappointed if he doesn't get it but I still absolutely loved his performance the way he does the nuances in his face and it was just brilliant brilliant I thought Nolan and the team's attention to detail with practical effects was excellent and the way they did some computer graphics in there as well limited but it was really good and I, I, I thought that the the, the score, as much as Chelsea didn't like it, kind of complemented the film's chaotic nature of a bomb. It's kind of like you don't want it to go off. It's kind of like you know, and that helped me get seated in the film. It helped it kept me there, which is why I have to give it so much accolade because I, I thought that every level of this performances, technicality, sound. It all meshed together really nicely and was what I love to get out of a film. So that's why I, I rate it so highly. I didn't have as much of an issue with the, the last hour because I, I love Robert Downey Jr. and I love that he kind of stepped into the fold a bit more. Um, But I can very much see also, and probably re-watching it, I would have a bit more issues with that last hour as well, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think, look, I don't think he's the best supporting performance of the year, but I'd like to see him win an Oscar. Like, I don't think he was as good as... um. Either of the boys in poor things, but um. Oh, we yeah, have to win. See it, Jesse. I'm Wait and class. see. I'm, I'm looking to for see, these Oscar picks. I to see Iron Man winning Oscar. So
0: I think this is the the film for RDJ to win it.
1: I, I don't know. No, it should have been *Tropic Thunder*. You reckon? Yeah. Or are you taking the piss? No, I'm not. No, he was nominated for *Tropic Thunder*.
0: Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. There you go. Learn something but... new every day. not know
1: that. I'm not taking the piss. He was very good at that film. <laughs> was that good? Um yeah.
0: Alrighty. So my number six is Oppenheimer. Back to you, Jess. I'm also. not
1: gonna say that it shouldn't be on your list, but I don't I don't know. Didn't sit well with me. Okay, uh, fair. my number five. I'm just gonna say one thing, Joel.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's my number five as well. John Wick, chapter four. Yeah. Probably the best <laughs> like action film I've probably like ever seen in a while. Um, I was like freaking freaking out in the cinema. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> the first Action scene in John Wick 4 is the best action scene in the franchise. The second action, no, am I
0: confusing that with three?
1: No, the the first where they're at the Japanese uh, restaurant and um the guy from Bullet Trains there with the freaking katanas and he fights Donnie Yen. The second action scene in the club where he fights Scott Akin in a fat suit is better than that. The last hour 10 of this film is the best hour 10 of action I've ever seen. It just gives me you better and, better and better and better and better. And the thing about John Building, they've already done the world building so well, whereas it's literally just his bounty's 40 mil. There's assassins all over because they want the money. That's the easiest explanation for anything in the world. They want money. They're just trying to kill John Wick. That's the film. He's just trying to survive. And the, you don't need anything else because the action is so good. You don't need this huge plot. All these twists, you just need death-defying. Can't believe what you're watching. Action, and I want to give a huge shout out to the stunt team, who don't get recognized in the major awards. This film rides, lives, or dies on their shoulders, and they've done so well.
0: Agreed, agreed. Jesse, every everything about this film was polished. Like it just everything was polished so well. Uh, I'd love to shout out <laughs> Chad Stahelski.
1: Chaddess. Chadis.
0: <laughs> we always struggle with this one. Um, I think the way that he delivered the action was it felt because I did I did see this film 8:30, shift after work. I just yeah, went back to the yeah. watching. Yeah. I was like, I am a bit fatigued by the end with the action, but he made it enough so that I wasn't pissy at him. I was each scene was distinguishedly different. They had the Japanese katana type style of fighting and then they had Fight Club with Scott Atkins and and then it was like okay. you know <laughs> and then we have we, we we have each each action scene felt different incorporating different styles so I felt like okay that's refreshing it's not just you know katana slashing for the 60th time it's it, it, it's different there's different goals the scene in the house with the one shot where it goes up oh
1: beautiful Ah, oh. the carfuck Mm, the car. think about that for a second Carpoo. the stair scene is going up the stairs falls all the way back down they don't cut the camera gets no. back up this is incredible like i watched this at i should have had i watched it with a mate at 10 40 he had a beer and a asahi the asahi logo came up we were cheering but great time to watch i was so awake i was so enthralled the whole time i two hours 50 did not feel the runtime at all no absolutely loved it no, it was
0: great. And I feel like the, the the ending kind of battle is so poetic because it is so beautifully put together. It's kind of like a sunrise, but also you could look at it as a sunset with certain yeah. things that happen in the film. It's kind of like the last of the franchise, but also not. And it's yeah. kind of like, you know, it It really just gets John Wick to just take a moment in that yeah. ending. That's, that's why it sticks with me so well. And the music was great. Oh, paint It Black friend. cover. Um, did we, anything else? I always think of paint It Black because I had to put that on for our post as well. But awesome. yeah,
1: up. um, Got Yourself A Gun by Nas is a great song. Yeah. Got
0: um, Yourself A Gun.
1: want to shout out Donnie Yen, great villain, and Bill Skarsgård. Because the villain, you need, it, you need the villain and you need the opponent. And Donnie was Yen Donnie Yen the villain? He was the opponent. Oh, yes. Bill yes. Skarsgård can't fight John Wick. But Donnie Yen yes. can. And then shout out my guy, Shamir Anderson. Chris from The Next Step, playing the tracker. So I was, good. Oh, I
0: was, get, was, that,
1: that, was that who I thought it was? Because I was Chris like, hang on a second. Yeah, has yeah, not yeah. aged a day in 10 years. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Dolphin <laughs> Tail. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that is excellent. excellent. And
1: yeah, this is one of the films I cried in this year because it was awesome. I cry when films are awesome. There's a film coming up on my list that you I didn't cry in and you probably think I'm weird for not. In, and I cried in John Wick instead, but you'll see, you'll
0: see. Okay. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see about that. Oh, just a quick shout out also to Lance Reddick in his second oh, life John Wick performance. Please. I think that the, he he brought it all to the role and I just thought he did such a good good job in the film. And may he rest in peace. Yes. Excellent film pick, Jesse. I can't believe we even got the same number and everything. Like, we must have been on the same level. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Oh, right, very good. So, all right. Back so to he, me then, right?
1: Back to you. Yeah. All right, my number four is the last film on my list that has a shot at Best Picture. Probably the only film on my list that has a shot at Best Picture. So I'm really hoping it gets over the line. It's a bit of an outlier at the moment. There's some bigger films up there, but it would make me very happy with this one. This is a directorial debut from Celine's song. It is a drama romance starring Greta Lee, Taylor Yu, and John Magaro. It is Past Lives.
0: Good pick. Jesse, group pick Jesse. It's not on my list, but would definitely be an honourable mention. Definitely, such a good film. Yeah. So, hard. I mean, I'm so glad you convinced me to pay to watch it because you like just watch it before the I end don't of the year. You pay to
1: watch it. I well, convinced I
0: convinced myself, <laughs> that you convinced me to watch it, and I'm like, I will it. pay to watch you it. That's fine.
1: <laughs> you know? yeah, look, Greta Lee, give her a nomination, man. Come on um the beautiful story encapsulates my favorite feeling to feel in films which is happy sad which they literally defined in sing street which i was telling you about earlier Mm. what it means to be happy sad and i was like i feel so hurt uh yeah greta lee it starts off the kids her and tayo uh nora and Sung in south korea they are bit childhood sweethearts and then nora's family immigrates to the united states She's twelve. Twelve years later, they reconnect on Zoom or FaceTime. Keep chatting. Just
0: like us, Jesse. Yeah. Reconnecting on the what <laughs> well, we've and been then, hanging out.
1: anyway. Twelve years after that, Nora is married to John McGarry's character, and she meets um, Day Sung for a week. He comes over for a week in, uh, wherever they are in America, and it's all about what could, will it, what could have happened in our past lives, what has happened in this life that has led us to this moment. All the philosophical things I find really interesting. Mm. Like if I made one change there, what could have happened? What would have happened if I stayed in South Korea? What would have happened if we never went on Zoom? Yes. If we made if we tried harder. It's just it's such a good film about humans. Agreed. And as a human, I liked it. <laughs>
0: Every character felt relatable and yeah. you could connect to the story. And it didn't seem like it was trying to be too ambitious or anything. It's just situations that we've had, either with friends or romantic relationships, or or whatever, to the extent of losing someone and then reconnecting and going through that whole process. Definitely, I think you you yeah. spoken really well to that.
1: I would really like this film to win best original screenplay. I think agreed. Of I the think original screenplays could so, be up for a good I'm win. win. Yeah.
0: Do you think Celine Song's got a chance for director?
1: No, Nolan will win, but she might be nominated. There's six in my head that could be nominated. Okay, which is um Nolan. Gerwig, Scorsese, Yorgos, Brother Cooper, and Celine Song. Celine Song is probably one that could go out of that list. Uh, so, but the, it'll be five of those six. I can almost guarantee that. Or maybe Alexander Payne for the holdovers. So that'll be seven. Okay. Okay. So Celine, uh,
0: at least, yeah, I hope Celine gets that. So she's a, she's a
1: chance, but I'm not, it, she'll definitely get a screenplay nod, but I'm not sure about director.
0: Okay. Interesting. We'll have to just wait and see with that because I think Oscar noms are coming out. Tomorrow,
1: 30 this morning. Yeah,
0: four thirty. Hey, oh, I think I'm I'll be up for that. Actually, now I got work early. You'll know, have to. You'll have to keep me up there.
1: Yeah, I got work as well. So <laughs> we'll
0: just have to be in there, like, like, oh, all right, quick, have yeah. a look. Moving on to my number four. Excuse me, is Greta Gerwig's Barbie, which I have moved down, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's a bad film. I'm going to keep it short and sweet because we've talked about it a lot since it came out back in July. I couldn't not put this film on here because it was such an influential film for me this year, around a lot of social engagements. So, you know, I saw it on opening day, part of the Barbenheimer thing that I split across two days, and then watched it. Got to watch it with my auntie, and then got to watch it with a friend's birthday, and then I watched it myself just as a guy when it came yeah. out on DVD. I've seen it four times. I've seen it five. Five. Yeah, and then I saw it with my mum and my baba. So I've, I've watched, watched other them. films. <laughs> I know uh, this is, which is why I can't watch it for a while again because I it I it wasn't my movie of the year for a long time. But as the more I watch it, the the less the pink Barbie Land effect works on me. Um, there are glaring issues with the script when they get outside of Barbie Land, yeah. but I still had a good time nonetheless. I think that Margot Robbie is excellent as as. And did you see that interview where Margot said they call the Barbies Barbie Margot Ryan Ken? I, I love that. I love that. That, and I think that's good to distinguish the characters as well. America Ferreira's monologue was excellent. I thought mm-hmm. that was great. Um, Kate McKinnon, Ariana Greenblatt, who's having a great year as well. I think she's. No, she
1: She was in sixty five.
0: But everything else is good. not what, what else did she do this year? I swear she was a younger someone. in on oh, no, not this year. But she, in, she was a younger Mora in Infinity Gamora. Mora. Mora. Um, I think Greta Gerwig's. It's the Greta Gerwig film that I was most like way by, but I I agree now that it's not her best film. No, but it's the one it's that a I'm weakest, most It's her
1: weakest solo directed film.
0: Yes, yes. Um, I think cause of how influential this film was, I could not put it on here, and I respected the fact that they did something different with the character because my expectations were like this low, um, and I kind of liked how they targeted it more to people either our age or a little bit older. Well, more girls but you know there were things in there for everybody which i really yeah. liked as well as
1: I said, if you like barbie this movie is for you if you do not like barbie this movie is for you i yeah I that, for everyone yeah i like this one a lot four stars um it's just missing my honorable mentions because i think yeah some of the real world stuff is a bit iffy i think the scene with will for in the ballroom could have just been cut out of the film i don't think it's needed most of all i love him i think i agree most of will Ferrell's things weren't needed um and then I think the ending is a little rushed. I think there's the dance scene with the cans. I was like, oh. the too, I, too one silly. thing
0: I, I didn't like was the actual last bit where she,
1: Barbie goes to the she Don't has
0: appointment. It. Yeah, I was
1: like, oh. Oh, I see. I like that bit. Oh, you like that bit? <laughs> that okay. was fun. I thought the script was quite very good. Acting was very good. It's it's almost too good for best picture. Like that's not what it was going for. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I think so. Yeah, I feel like Wait, categorizing so- Barbie into a uh, best picture. Like I don't know. Like I don't. I, think, I don't feel comfortable. I think it's you. bigger than that. You know. I don't. Yeah, think what it's
0: about. Yeah, it was. It was. It's. It's more than. I think. Just a quick shout out to Michael Cera as Alan as oh, well. Loved He's great. Great performance from him. So, yes, I think there are some great songs in there as well. Got the CD and everything. Admittedly, um, do you have a favorite song on the soundtrack, Jesse?
1: Um. Ooh. I kind of like Men I Am, you know. It's kind of
0: I vibe with it too. That's what I'm saying. The well, movie. Like, yeah. I, like I vibe with the, the the sound of the song. I agree. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but I I hope that I think, um, what was I made for by Billie Eilish? I hope it gets the
1: win. I'm oh not. no, I don't. You mean. don't think it'll win? Yeah, but then Billie Eilish will have more Oscars than DiCaprio and Scorsese, and I don't know how I feel about that.
0: That just shows you the Oscar Academy system is flawed. No, and then I want one of
1: the songs from Florence and Son to win.
0: I have to give that a listen.
1: They're better than, but Bi- Billie Eilish.
0: Oh,
1: yeah, they Is that are. I'm Jesse. They are. They are. Also, what a... about like, am I dreaming? You know, from which from Spiders, which movie? Spider Verse. Am I dreaming? Oh yeah, there are some. good are some. That's a banger, man. Yeah, no, I don't think Barbie yeah. should win so much. It's gonna
0: be it. hard, but the Oscars are gonna be. No, good. no,
1: she's gonna win, but because she's Billie Eilish, but. Um, Because
0: there's so many good options, it's going to make the win not as easy for Barbie. I think that's the best way to put that. So my number four is Barbie. Back to you, Jesse.
1: My number three is a movie I watched three days ago. Oh, okay. Wasn't expecting this one. Completely snuck in. It is now my top three A24 films of all time. There we
0: go. I was wondering where this Just pimping,
1: just beating out Hereditary. I think this film is better than Hereditary. I'm talking about Sean Durkin's The Iron Club. I'm seeing
0: it in two days from now. Tell me
1: on it without spoilers. Oh, my gosh, Joel. the I didn't know the true story going into it. This I don't want to say anything. Don't. <laughs> go in blind. Okay. If you've seen it, you know. Zach Efron needs a nomination for Best Actor. That's Seriously? Yep, yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's it. I'm done. Your next one.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, I don't, don't want to risk it. Came to have a discussion with you on this because
1: I'm. After you see sure it, we'll similar. talk about it probably on the show, and yeah. we'll do non-spoilers and spoilers. Amazing. Okay. But for okay. your sake, I'm not saying anything else.
0: All right. Sounds good. Happy yeah. with that. All right. You've you've sold me already. Huh? Uh, <laughs> as soon as I three, saw your review, I was like, Ooh.
1: Number three of the top, the third best film of 2023 is The Iron Claw.
0: Wow. Okay. And it's
1: Adele's favorite film of the year as well.
0: All right, when you got best Queen Adele picking it as her best film, it's got very good chances of winning. Yeah. All right, moving on to my number three, James Gunn's last entry into the MC, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume three. Low. <laughs> You're going to love my other two picks, Jesse. It's a battle of the favourites at this so, point. That's so low. So low? There's that's two so other spots low. in this list, mate.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's low.
0: I absolutely, I've had a rough patch with the Guardians films. Like, loved the first one. Second one, I was like, it was
1: good. not it like, up, it's awesome.
0: Five out of five. No, minutes. you're wrong. Someone else says.
1: It's um, so good. It's so freaking good.
0: And this film being delayed three years, it was originally supposed to come out in 2020, and then James Gunn got fired, and then he went to DC, and then he came back and finished it. And I think that actually did him good. I think the script, well, he didn't really change it, though, did he? I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if you changed it or not but this film feels like proper sequel, amazing best thing of phase 5 in the last 3 years of Marvel I have to say. Um it is just so the, the script is great, the characters they're the same guardians that you know but also it feels like when they do like that when they did the friends reunion special or the Harry Pottering it's like the characters are still there but They're also older and they've had more experience, and you can tell that the guardians have grown since, and the actors have grown since we saw them ten years ago. And it's not a film for like to for you to like jump on. Like you have to have seen the other guardians, and that's intentional. It it picks your audience. It's loyal to its fan base. That's why I loved it because it it was like an echo coming from the past from Marvel. I was like, oh my gosh, it's back! And then they dropped um what are they uh. Whatever they dropped after this, and I was like, the uh, marvels. Uh yeah, maybe it was the Marvels. Like, eh, not as good as this one. Cause yeah. I really rated this one quite highly. Um, I thought all the performances were excellent. It really explored some mature themes. I think Nebula's Journey was 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 really good seeing Karen Gillan do something different. Um Everything they did with with Bradley Cooper as Rocket, I'll leave that to Jesse because uh, Jesse can unpack that because I know yeah. how much Rocket. We can
1: talk about it when we get to it for me.
0: Yes, yes, and yeah. I just thought I was like, wow. And quick shout out to, uh, I want to make sure I get his name right, Chug Woody His performance as the High Evolutionary would not be mad at all if they decide to just retcon him as the new actor for Kang, because yeah, that's fine. They could, he can do it. I, I think he can do it. So. I'm also very proud to say that this is the last Marvel Disney film that is available on DVD, physical me- media, and on my list. <laughs> um, but they're actually stopped. And you sent me this article, Jesse, they've stopped making Marvel and Disney DVDs in Australia. So this is the last one. That's fine. I'm, That's a good I'm thing. proud I kind of bought that. Okay. And I was like, you know, in case you have a, Internet outage, I can just put on Guardians 3 when I want to. So, yes, my number three is yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, but we will be unpacking that more when we get to Jesse, don't worry. Yes.
1: All right, so my number two is Guides of the Galaxy Volume 3. Hey, <laughs> it wasn't that low. Yeah, look, I think they hit the nail on the head as far as this is the best trilogy of all time, in my opinion. Just so emotional, so funny. My this is the reason I just I really consider it, I think it's my least favorite. Because I don't have the, this one was five stars. I have the other two as five stars. I'll tell you why.
0: Could that change I, after a rewatch or do you think it's
1: kind of? It changed like... upon reflection. At the rewatch, yeah, but on reflection. I don't think the music or the Chong Chong choices were as good or it was as funny. Okay. I still loved it a lot. I think that it's a little easy when they get to the cloned Earth. It's a little easy for them to find the exact place they need to go yep. out of the entire Earth. Those three things is what gets it down. Because the other, f- I can't, there's, I can't poke a hole in the first one, and two is the funniest, okay, so, and most entertaining. There are yep. less memorable jokes in this one, but Rocket's backstory, I loved. You get so attached to him. When it goes at the end, he's like, "My name's Rocket, Rocket Raccoon." I was like, "Oh, oh. badass!" <clears throat> the one shot in the hallway when the, the no sleep to a Brooklyn. That is some. That is the best action scene in the MCU. Hands Absolutely. Up. Beautiful film. They full world well got me at the end with Quill. Yes. They got me. Um, I thought Adam Warlock was good. Like, yeah, you know, it was good. Good character. The Guardian's a great, perfect ending for all the characters. It's good that... You've seen the film. It's yeah. good that none of them died, so Rocket could be passed on the mantle instead of just being given it.
0: And it's okay for people
1: to want to retire or stop doing Yeah, Not enough of the thing. Hollywood thing. i like, let's kill them off.
0: Like, please. There's yeah. other things people want to do. So,
1: yeah. Love this film. The Guardians films are the best films in the MCU. But it just isn't quite a five-star because of those things.
0: Okay. Do you yeah. think Marvel fatigue has anything to do with that? Or is that just...
1: It could you? be, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: I, I personally think, I think they're all... Oh, it's my favorite out of the three, but I'm just like that. I'm... You
1: can't say, to what I can accept, you can't say it's better than the first one. Just <laughs> I'll literally of... watch the
0: first one, yes. But I think it could come down to that Marvel fatigue because even though James Gunn is still so, so stylized, it is still a superhero film. So it could be some of that stuff in there as well, where it's kind of like, maybe, maybe but that's just a, a penny for your thoughts for that yeah. one. Yeah. All right, moving on to my number two. I think I think I know where you're going with this, but because you haven't mentioned it yet, we're talking you? about Spider-Man, Colin, across the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Love yeah, this right. film. I'll be <laughs> short and sweet. Don't worry. Um, Such a great sequel to the first one. I think it really delves into the multiverse, takes everything great about the first film, puts it up to a whole new level and makes it better. I think that each universe was so stylized. I really, really liked it. Um, All the performances from Shamit Moore, Hayley Steinfeld, Jason Schwartzman, Oscar Isaac, O'Brien, Tyree, Henry, our favourite podcasting friend even, Um, and Issa Rae, who I didn't know was in this until like a couple of weeks after the film came out, Um, I was like, you know what, this is great, really, really loved it. And I, I I think the animation was just so crisp. So that's all I have to say about that one because I have a feeling it's on Jesse's list. Alright. Let's um, do my, my my ten, ten to, ten to ten
1: two. Ten to, <laughs> let's do my ten to two real quick. Let's just get it out of the way. And then we'll see what happens at the top of the list. Ten, Godzilla minus one, nine, Flora and Sun, eight, they cloned Tyrone. Seven, Camp, six, Saltburn, five, John Wick, chapter four, four, past lives, three, the iron claw. Two Guardians of the Galaxy volume three, and my number one is Renfield. What
0: oh, I was gonna say, what the hell has happened there? Yes,
1: of course, my number one is Spider Man across the Spider Verse. I had Guardians three a long time at number one, all the time, switched it out recently. When I loved the Guardians films so much, and this was better, I don't have it, pre- I don't have like the same emotional attachment to the character of Spider Man. I don't have the same bias for the directors or the writers as I do for James Gunn. And this film was still better because wow. this film is, it's one of the two best animated films I've ever seen. Oh my god! Incredible voice casting, flawless animation. The story is so good. My favorite bits with them just having the party at the house yeah. and then the scene with miles and Gwen upside down, just sitting. It's as much Gwen's story as it is Miles in this film. Which was-
0: She's really brought into the fold this time. She's not There's a
1: scene of him, Miles, like, levitating to a James Blake song, which just, like, is so relatable to me. <laughs> the action is amazing. Everything about this film. This is, like, objectively, this is the best Marvel film ever. Ever. Oh! Yeah. All right, Jesse. I mean, isn't that
0: the highest rated film on Letterboxd?
1: It was... They have to change the rating system on Letterboxd to get this off number one. Why? this? The fact that this lost the Golden Globe animated feature to fucking Boy and the Heron is a travesty. <laughs> <An interesting. laughs> that film shit. This film is, like, I I can't believe I got to watch this film. I can't believe that it was this good, you know? And you,
0: you got to but, watch it in a time that was at cinemas. because soundtrack is so
1: baller. Oh yeah. The different animation styles, the explanation for the multiverse is the best it's ever been. It's funny. Um, the only... Is there anything I didn't like? I may have had one problem. There's something I have at the very end. One thing. I'm going to spoilers for Spider-Man's Miles is getting chased around the spider campus, gets back. Amanda Sternberg's character, who he's had a bit of back and forth with, she lets him go to a universe. I reckon I needed one more character interaction to buy that. It's, a, it's like a 94 and a half for me. Okay. If I rewatch it again, it might go up. But then the last like half an hour, he's stuck in this, he's in this universe. And then what unfolds there, it is the biggest, uh, my, the furthest my jaw has dropped the whole. And that was when I thought we only wait like, 10 months the sequel. now I have to wait. Who knows how long for the third one?
0: This is your Infinity War to End Game, Jesse. You're like this bring is me so more. much
1: better than End Game. Don't even make. The, don't even say the word. <laughs> it's so. This film is pretty much perfect. It is a worthy number one of 2023.
0: Beautifully said, Jesse. I was like listening to poetry, mate. That was so well said. Anything
1: else you want to say? I kind of just. No,
0: it. I think you articulated it really well. I, it's it's just. I, I, <laughs> It feels like a proper Spider-Man film. And I know that's like, oh, you know, we've seen other ones, but it feels like a comic. So like, there's so many different artistic styles. It feels like a superhero, but for some reason it wasn't fatiguing. Why weren't we fatigued? What was Mm -hmm. different about this one? I'm still yet to put that together. Um, I thought the characters were all really well realised and you actually cared for everyone there that was interesting. You had one line of dialogue and it gave you, like, an insight into their soul. And I was like, damn, all right, I'm on board with this character. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only thing which I kind of respect them for fixing was the whole Daniel Kaluuya sound mixing, but they fixed that. So I can't even shit on I that. I didn't anymore.
1: even notice that when I watched it. I think that's just a bit, bunch of tosh. <laughs> it's a scam. I loved it was seeing the different worlds, like Mumbadan Oh, yes. Yeah, Spider-Man. It's like, chai tea. Chai means tea, you idiot. <laughs> And then Danny Kalia just being like so cool. It was like, bro, I was just cool the whole time. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Perfect. I think everyone was perfectly cool. Ellie
1: Steinfeld and Shamik Moore have such good chemistry, even as voice actors. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. are my two favorite Spider-Man, Miles and Gwen, in this film. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's it just rips, man. I can't believe Bring it. Bring on
0: Beyond the Spider-Verse. That's what He's I have to so say. So keen. Maybe that Whatever
1: year that comes out, it's the number one anticipated. Yep. Whatever year it comes out.
0: Hopefully next year.
1: Fingers crossed. Just yeah.
0: pay the people accordingly. Give them proper breaks. Enough yeah. said. Enough said. All right. I'll quickly give you my 10 to 2 and then we'll do my number one. Number 10 is mission dash impossible colon dead reckoning.
1: Number no, nine- it's colon impossible dash dead reckoning.
0: Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Far out. All righty. Number nine is scream six. Number eight is air. Number seven is leave the world behind. Number six Live is Oppenheimer. Thing. Hey, 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 hey! Number six is Oppenheimer. Number five, John Wick. Four. Number four is Barbie. Number three, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Number two, Spider-Man Across the Spider Verse. And my number one is Saltburn. I can't oh, believe I it there, but no. I really appreciate this film. I this almost feels like the film that I would want to make if I was a because I'm fat. It has everything in there that I love. Yeah. It's shot. The cinematography is beautiful. The style that Emerald Fennell brings to it is perfect. Like, I love her style. Um, I loved what she said about using 4-3. It's like yeah, doll's house. I was like, mm, I'm in. Um, it's yeah. got some twists and, like, has you rethinking things. And it's just, like, salt burn. Like, it's so much weight behind the word now. It's like, oh, you know, salt burn. Mm. Um, Murder on the Dance Floor, Beat Drop, phenomenal.
1: Yeah, that's one of the best, best, best not drops since *Bell Bottoms* *Baby Driver*.
0: Yes, I may even say better than that, but no. I will have to revisit it. No, um, <laughs> not even. The fact that this film goes for two hours flies by. Usually, with these films, you can fall into the trap of, "Oh, we got to do the setup, we got to get them there." Classic example is *Get Out*. Take a little bit to get going, but I still love *Get Out*. This film, it's like everything at the school loved. Like, could have watched that for two hours. Yeah. But then yeah. we go to Saltburn and it gets better, and then there's weird stuff, and you're going, "Why is he doing that? Like, yeah, who stuff. does this guy think he is?" Um, and then there's twists and turns, and Jacob Elordi is so enamoring oh. his performance. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> "Um." And I think Richard E. Grant was great, and and everyone's pairing and casting the characters was really good. The, the family dynamic worked, and. Carrie Mulligan, she kind of fit in well. I think she wasn't overused. She could have become a little bit. eh, She was overused, but she wasn't. And I kind of bought it as one of those films where it's like this could very much happen. But also, I kind of had an opposite effect to you with the way that the plot and the script worked. When we watched it the first time, I said to you, "I said, Jesse, this seems a bit convenient, and this is this, and that's that." And you're like, "No, nah, no." Nah. And then I watched it another like how many other times I watched it? Three times. Okay, the other two times I watched it, I was kind of like. It's almost grounded in reality, but not again, like it is, but isn't, you know, it's just got those elements in there that stylized to make it something different. So I could believe that this would happen and and Oliver and his characterization would do these things. And I was like, wow, all the cast, everything was just fantastic. Freaking love this film. Really hoping they release it on DVD. I would love to have this, but because it's a Prime and MGM collaboration, I'm not sure if that's ever going to happen, but privileged to have seen it at the premiere as well. So that's why it's my number one film of the year. haven't stopped thinking about it, just constantly ticking away in my head.
1: Fair enough, buddy. Fair enough. All right. Do you have any honourable mentions?
0: Yes, I do actually. Uh, One would be Talk to Me.
1: I think that's an excellent
0: film. Love it. Go Australians. Um, Also Past Lives. And I have to say, one of them you'll go yay, one of them you'll go nay. The right. yay is Wonka, I think, was really yay. good. And My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3. No, no. <laughs> I had a great time with that one. Only an hour and a half. It's Greek. What more can I say? And actually, as well, The Holdovers. Really loved yeah,
1: that. Yeah, no, nice. Thought it was well, great. I have a film by a Greek director on my um his job. Poor things, ripped. Loved it. <laughs> wow. All also, right. uh, as you said, Wonka and Talk to Me, both love those. Blackberry, uh, which is about, you know, the Blackberry, the phone company. Yep. That's my number 12. So 11, so close to the list. Um, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret is one of the better coming of age films I've seen. Rachel McAdams, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, she, sh- she should win Spawning Actress, Rachel McAdams. Okay. And then I have I Like Movies um, and I have Missing.
0: Oh, Missing is a great choice, Jesse. Very good. And then...
1: probably also let me just go. I'll just read all of my other four star films. Because why not? Because why they're... not? We got the time. I now. had about 30, so what else did I have? Babylon technically was Australian Release <laughs> States. Society yep. of the Snow on Netflix, which is the Ukraine Uruguayan, Uruguayan film about the plane crash. Brilliant. Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Newt Mayhem. Love that. Namona, loved. Uh Barbie, The Killer, Bottoms, very fun. Sleep, which is uh, a South Korean film by Jason Yu. It's like a body horror. Oh, yeah. Two documentaries, On the Adamant, which one cans, and still a Michael J. Fox story. Very
0: nice. I'm just also going to quickly chuck in A Man Called Otto because that was the first film I watched of the year and oh, okay. it yeah. held up really well. So very good. I think it's been a very, very good year for film. Yeah. I'm Almost a bit like do I want to go into 2024 because I don't know if this year's caliber of films is going to be this high, honestly. Nice. I'm a bit anxious, Jesse. I'm like, ah, oh. even Dune part two. Cause when we do it, I've already made our most anticipated list and no uh, to do that, yeah, I'm like, oh, this film's not as high as I wanted it to be. And this film's a bit low and I was thinking this film's not even on the list. So I don't know. We'll have, we'll have to wait and see for that one. But I think, Closing twenty twenty three, it's been an absolute joy and emotional ride. Because some films have been sad, but it's been great. All the cinema experiences that that we've yeah, had yeah, as for well, sure. Jesse.
1: Yes, sure. <laughs> tomorrow in twenty
0: twenty four. Woo! And some classic ones. Hopefully, we can catch some more thirty five mil. at yes. the, our favourite classic cinema. <laughs>
1: Well, let us know what your top films were via, via Instagram, TikTok. We'll get back on that. Uh, and
0: I, I, I will. I am planning something. I'm going to do the whole trilogy thing of like worst, best. All right. What you've missed, but I'm got to get all the. Okay.
1: and then um, yeah, Spotify Q and A's as well. Uh, go to our link tree on our Instagram at BromaxPod. It's got links to our merch on Redbubble, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, our TikTok.
0: Just quick note on Google Podcasts. Yep.
1: I'm going to start
0: looking into what we can do
1: about that because I think it's really I'm hard. going to start figuring that out. <laughs> also, links to mine and Joel's letterboxed accounts, which are a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's where everybody needs to go to keep in touch with Promax.
0: Amazing. Well said, Jesse. And just wanted to, in case you've made it to the end, don't worry, uh, the soundboard will be back with us next time. As much as I hate saying that because I get bullied with it all the time, it's uh, just come down with its own version of a computer virus, you might say. So yeah. it's having, having some time off, rest and recovering, and it'll be back to bring us through through 2024. So, Jesse, it has been a pleasure with yes, you in the you virtual do. space today. It's nice looking at – I feel like I'm always looking at your face, <laughs> just, which is good. I'm not complaining. It's fine.
1: Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, you too, mate.
0: But yes, and I look forward to seeing what twenty twenty four brings for us as a podcast as well. So I've been Joel.
1: I'm Jesse, and and we'll
0: catch you next time on the BroMax Podcast. Bye.
1: See you then. I never hit the number, so I had to spin the wheel. Overs and unders, dodging the blunders of racetracks, wishing to scratch. Y'all could talk before I spray that. Man, it's taking too long. I got the double a little closer, a little rocket till it bubble a little. Watch me get it back. Cause I'm a cool type cat. Sipping, drink at the table with a knock that's fat. My mama said that I was lucky, I don't lose no scratch.